The following program may contain views, ideas, and opinions that have been produced by the hosts and their guests and are not reflective of Quixie 98.3 or Sky Tower Communications. For questions, comments, and concerns, email us at news at wqxe.com. Good morning, I'm Zach Epperson. Over the past several weeks, we've brought you the reopening plans for several of our school districts in our region. And with school beginning in some form or another this week for many, we now end our series with Hardin County Schools. Today's interview with Superintendent Teresa Morgan was previously recorded, so it is noteworthy to mention one major change since then. The district, which begins on Monday, will operate in-person and online instruction. Those taking part in the in-person instruction will use a hybrid schedule, meaning they will only go to school two days a week in person. That change was made a week ago. Those taking part in online learning, however, have not experienced any changes. We now present Hardin County School Superintendent Teresa Morgan. Now, um, let's, get, let's get right into it. There's so many things and a lot of moving parts, a lot of questions, and, and possibly even some misinformation out there. Let's clear that up. As of this morning... You, Superintendent Terry Morgan, what is your intention for how school will proceed on the 24th of August? On the 24th of August, we will have multiple options for parents. Uh, We have our in-person instruction. Uh, We are working with our principals to finalize plans on that in-person instruction so that we can share that out to parents. And the other option is our online learning academy, and I believe this is where some misinformation has been shared. Uh, currently, we are putting parents who call uh, and share with us the name of their students on a list so that we can call them back. So. When we have our final plan, uh, we can say, based on this information, what is your decision uh, for what is best for your child and your family? So if someone did not already choose to do the Online Learning Academy, do they still have a choice to be able to change to that if they want to? Well, Tricia, that's a little more tricky, Um, and let me explain that. We have students. Uh, who had already signed up for the Online Learning Academy, and we have pulled teachers to cover the number of students on that Online Learning Academy. So if we have, say, another 25 students to choose to go that direction, we then have to pull a teacher to be able to cover that. So what we didn't want to happen is for parents to make that uh, quick jump before we can share with them our final plan. So we're just asking for some patience on that um, so that we can be prepared for the number of people asking for that. So is it too late? No, but we want our parents to make an informed decision. So when they have called in, we've asked for the name of their child, their phone number, so that we can give them a call back and say, this is where we're at now, what is best for your family. Okay. And as far as open houses, are there going to be any open houses this year? Actually, many of our schools have had open houses. They've just done it in very small groups. And this is especially happening at the kindergarten level for those students who, you know, this is their first opportunity to come to school. They're so excited. So they have been having uh students in, excuse me, in groups of 10, so that they have the opportunity to come in, meet that teacher uh, face-to-face, 
and uh, be have that excitement that you want those kindergarten students to have. Other schools are also doing that. Some of our schools um, have chosen to do a virtual open house. So if you go to their school's website, you can click on a link and it will take you to a teacher saying, welcome to our school. Uh, we're happy you're here. Of course, we're not going to walk them through the school because there are security issues with that, but we do want uh, to try to think differently of how to do that. So each of our schools has developed their own plan. And, again, last night I know uh, New Highland Elementary was having groups of students in, and many of our other schools are doing that as well. And um, as far as schedules, more so for the high school students, I think, if they haven't received their schedules yet, what do, what do parents or students need to know about when they can expect their schedules? What they need to do is they need to get onto the parent portal, and they should be able to pull up their child's schedule. Um, if a parent has not updated their information, that is one message I would really like to get out. We need our parents to go to the parent portal and update that information. Currently, we only have about 30% of our parents who have gone in and updated that information. And even if nothing has changed, we still need you to go in and update that information. And that, too, will help uh, with the scheduling. Okay, my last question, and there's, again, so many moving parts, and there's no way we can get every single question answered, but if somebody has heard what you've just said, they've uh, listened to uh, Facebook Live updates that you guys have posted, they, they've read articles, they've, they've seen you on television, they've heard you talk to us previously, but they still have more questions, who specifically should they direct those questions to? Should they call their school? Should they call central office? If it's yes. not available any other way and they just don't know how to ask for a question to get answered? Great question, Brian. What we would like for them to do is to call the school. However, they need to realize that we are not fully staffed uh, at this point. Now, starting on Monday, we will be in our offices. And so we just ask for their patience. Uh, most of our schools have uh, two or three phone lines. So if someone is speaking with a parent, um, parents are getting frustrated that someone is not answering immediately, so we just ask for their patience. If you cannot get a hold of someone at the school, you can certainly call our central office and uh, communicate with us. And then, uh, you know, we've been able to reach out to people for with cell phones and try different avenues, uh, but we just ask for their patience uh, with that. All right. And... One last thing, you know, the, the with the kids returning to school, you guys have put a lot of hard work into figuring out how to do this the safest way possible. Is there anything that you want to highlight with, you know, what you guys have done to make sure that the kids will be safe when they go back in the classrooms? Well, there's two things I want to highlight there. Um, to be honest, one is we need the community's help. We need everyone to assist with this situation. We need everyone um, wearing the mask out in public. We need everyone uh, committing to keep everyone safe. That is the biggest thing. We are not able to uh, take care of every component in the community and ask people to social distance when they're going out, not to have those very large gatherings. Uh, where you think it's safe, but sometimes um, it turns out not to be that um, because there aren't those procedures in place for those events. 
Uh, at the school setting, yes, absolutely. We have prepared. We have arrows. We have gone through our cleaning regimen. If you haven't seen the opening document, I encourage parents to get on there to look at that to see how things are working each individual school. Each school had a reopening plan. They had to answer a magnitude of questions of which door are you going to come in? Where are you going to be taking temperatures? Uh, where are you, uh, how are you going to limit um, the interactions with the students walking down the hallway? Um, so please know that the amount of work that has gone into this has made all other years look very simplistic. Um, we our principals, I cannot thank them enough for their hard work and dedication because they have just done a phenomenal job in preparing for this. That was Hardin County School Superintendent Teresa Morgan talking about what Hardin County had decided to do for their return to school, which takes place on Monday. As a reminder, the district operates an in-person and online instruction. Those taking part in the in-person instruction will use a hybrid schedule, meaning they will only go to school two days a week in person. That change was made a week ago. Those taking part in online learning, however, have not experienced any changes. For a recap of today's forum or to listen to past forums, you can go to our website, wqxe.com, and click on the Media tab. For Quixie 98.3, I'm Zach Epperson.